Welcome to the Stain Sports Podcast. Um, my name is Matt. My name is Peyton. Vitor. Chris. I'm Nick. And I'm Mac. All right. Well, so you're listening to us live now on our Blue Yeti, uh, our Yeti mic. So I'm super excited because hopefully this will bring better sound quality. And to be honest, guys, this has been a long time coming. I mean, much respect, much love to the Backdoor Studio, but it was time for an upgrade, and we made a really good, inve- really good investment. I feel like. Yeah. Great. Um, nice hydro flask stickers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I so. I never picked up. We need one. to get a state sports sticker. That's right. We do need to get state sports stickers. So I'll be on that. Yeah, I'll Nick will be on working on that. So if you're interested Beautiful. in getting it's any more mer- yeah, merchandise than what you already have, if you're trying to do like a smaller investment, maybe not you. Maybe you don't want to rock the T-shirt just yet. Stickers might be on the way. So first thing that I really, I don't know, we can just kind of go around. I real, what I really want to talk about this is so fresh. Is right now we're in the middle of playoff games right now. It's four to- games. Four games today. It was, I think that's, I think that's the total, and will be ployed to like just get viewers and ratings up because like mm-hmm. it literally started at like eleven o'clock this morning. Yeah. Um. So we got four games going on. We had. The the first game of the day was I believe the Indians and, Indians Astros. Indians and the Astros and then it was Milwaukee Colorado. Mm-hmm. Right now it's currently the Dodgers. And no, 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 no. no. Boston Yankees. Boston Boston and the Yankees and then it'll be the Dodgers, the Dodgers and the Braves tonight. So um, about an hour. About an hour. So we'll save the Dodgers and Braves for the last game we're gonna cover. Mm-hmm. But does anyone have any takes on the first couple games that we've seen? I got. Like, I was just, like, scroll, scrolling through Reddit. That's going to be my, like, saying now. <laughs> scrolling through Reddit, um, that there's a statistic about Corey Kluber. Uh, let me find it real quick. In Corey Kluber's first five playoff starts, he's won 30 and, 30 and a third, two earned runs, 35 Ks, and uh-huh. a one home run. Corey Kluber's last four playoff starts, 15 innings, 17 earned runs, 12 strikeouts, and nine home runs. That's insane, because if you think about it, he's only been in the playoffs since 2016 and 2018, so he's only had three years, or barely, this is his third year in the playoffs, and it's just getting started. There's, there must be something going wrong. I Maybe maybe it's just that the Astros are too good, but... I don't know. The man. Astros haven't looked as good looked as good this year to me as they did last year. Yeah. They look like they kind of fell off. I don't know, like... Injury, injury was definitely a factor, but I don't know. It just kind of looks like they lost their hunger. Like it looks like these, they're one of these teams that like they won it, and now they're they're kind of like, like the, taking a they're taking a back seat. Like to the it. World like, Series hangover. Yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly what I think. They right made right it now. back, but now but, I don't know. I just I think, I think now though that they're in the playoffs, it's I think it's a different mentality. I'll, I'll be honest. It's the same thing I, with the I, I watched it. I watched it like the whole, the, pretty much the whole game ever since like the third inning, dude. They, that place was rocking, like back to back off. They went back. I think Springer and I think Altuve, Altuve. went back to back off Kluber. Bregman started it off though, and then they had a Maldonado home run, and then someone else hit like a home a Springer or someone else. Springer but, had two singles that with the two RBIs. And Bregman also had a single. I just feel like I feel like I'm gonna kind of tie this back to like what. The, I feel like the Astros are so good that they're falling into this. They're gonna if the, if they end up doing really well this this postseason, even getting back to the championship series or even the World Series. I feel like they're gonna fall into this thing because they have such a young core and they still have like the veteran pieces around them. It's gonna turn into like the Warrior effect, where like they really don't care about. They care enough to like play and compete to get themselves into postseason form, but the regular season is basically a wash for them. Because I, yeah, I definitely see that. Because I, I don't think any of the other American League West teams, as good as that division is, I don't think any other, unfortunately, 
Um, sorry I didn't say about this for like any of my Ace fans out there, or sorry Michael and James who are my housemates who are who's a Mariners fan and an Angels fan. I just don't think that the other teams can compete against that Astro team. Just n- not long term, not yeah. not against, not in the next like three years. I mean, That's- especially with the A's, most likely losing Chris Davis with their massive payroll they have. Like <laughs> lack of payroll. Lack, well, of, payroll. lack of payroll. The like, lack of room. Like they're not they're not built to like be a long term project. Yeah, they're always they're always set to be. Well, a let's let's compete for a two three year window, shred it all away. That's dude. That's what that's exactly like. I'm I'm glad you laid into that because that's what that's what gets me so heated about these A's teams is like, they get right up to the edge of like being the next best thing on a decent budget because Billy Bean and management and all that doesn't like to spend money as everyone knows, but like as soon as they get to like the postseason or like the wild card game and lose, they're like, hmm, what should we do? Build off of this or scrap the whole team? Yeah, let's scrap the whole team. Let's do that. Like, that makes me so mad because I feel like they've had so many opportunities. Well, okay, well, you have to think of this from a managerial standpoint is that, first of all, it's in Oakland. They're the second fiddle to the Giants, first of all. That's let's, true. Let's, let's all be honest. Yeah. They don't have the money. They don't have the payroll that they can take But the in thing is they do, though. They do have the payroll. That's what I'm, they, yeah. They do, but if, if they make a bad investment, that can screw their franchise over for years. They are a cash-poor team. That's the thing. Like, like I just think from their spending history, like, you can kind of see when, when it comes to the A's that they're not really comfortable giving huge contracts. People. Um, they always go for the, like, the two-year deal. Like, they, I just, I, to me personally, like, I don't think really that we've had a chance to see, like, what they could be because they would never want to commit to a player. I think it's going to be different, though, because the Warriors are leaving in – the Warriors are leaving Oakland in a season – and the Raiders, the Raiders, Raiders, the Raiders are leaving Oakland. So literally, Oakland is going to be like Oaktown is going to be the Almost. Athletics. Yeah, yeah. So are there plans for a stadium? As of right now, as far as as far as I know, I have no idea. I, yeah. Probably I not. I would imagine they they've tried. They, they used to. I'd imagine they try to take over since you know Oracle Arena is going to be there. It's just going to be a show venue. Mm-hmm. And then I'd imagine they in the Coliseum. I imagine they just Hopefully they tear everything down and just yeah, have one nice yeah. venue there or just. I don't know. I, it would make sense for them to renovate. Yeah. But I mean, we we know mo- a lot. Of, most of us have seen that area. It's not ideal for. I don't know how much renovation like they can do and where the A's can go during renovation, and if because they ha- they'd have to tear everything down. Yeah, so. but I mean, like I think it'll just be a different attitude. I think fans in Oakland will definitely rally around the A's, especially with how young they are, like the Chapman and. Um, just the rest of that of that crew mm-hmm. with Olsen. Manaya. Yeah, Manaya, like when he comes actually is he gonna he's, he's, is he gonna play I, next he, year? Yeah, he's he's not gonna be out. Exactly. That's all but I mean in, in general I just feel like the the fans in Oakland will rally around the A's more so than they were able to around most of the other teams that have come through Oakland just because like it's been tough with now the Warriors being so good. Um, all that attention's been in Oakland or like even the Raiders are going up and down, like it's been hard to like divert all attention to a certain Oakland team, mm-hmm. um, but when it happens, well, I think with the with the way the A's are built, I don't know. I feel like they, they, they have I, the potential to last. I feel like it would be interesting to see what they do this off season, especially with like you know with Chris Davis like on a contract year and the rest of their the rest of their guys to see if they start actually throwing contracts out there. I mean, I'm, I'm the hope's not really that high. I yeah, think they're probably yeah. just gonna scrap it all again. But I mean, I think going back to the trade away, you look at Josh Reddick. Traded away after what year was it? Their was it their twenty fourteen run or was it their twenty? Was it, it was their fourteen that? run. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. They traded him away. 
right? Now, here he is with the Astros. He had two RBIs today. Yeah. Um, like, he's probably he's going to be an important player for this Astros team who's trying to repeat. And the A's just traded him away because they didn't want to pay him. We can go through. We can go down the list. Yeah. The grocery list of players. players. They got, yeah. what they do. Yeah, yeah it's literally what they do. You can literally go up and down that list of players, like, even dating back to the, to the early Moneyball days when they were just dishing players yep. left and right. Because, like, oh, we want to, like, save money. Which is, like, I mean, like, whatever. But I think now it's going to be... Hopefully it's different. I I really do want the A's to have, like, some sort of, like, change in maybe investing in... Investing in Matt Chapman or Matt Olsen. I think the big thing is, is that you have to milk deals as long as they are. So, at least with, with baseball... No one becomes like an unrestricted free, like unrestricted free agent until like they're in six, year six or year yeah. seven of the league. You have Matt Chapman for like two or three more years where you can pay him a lot less than market value for his current skills. Then you'll have to commit. So it's good that they're showing that their young core that's being brought up through the the minors now that's in the major leagues has made but the playoffs. That's right? the thing though. Like that's the thing with with these with these with that you say with market value. Right now, what if Matt Chapman blows up and becomes like a three? Like he doesn't hit three hundred right now. Mm-hmm. What if he became like a three hundred hitter who hit like, who drove in like ninety to a hundred RBIs and mm-hmm. hit like twenty five dingers? By the time you get to that point, you're not going to be able to resign him. You're going to have to pay like a hundred and fifty million mm-hmm. for him, like for a bigger contract. Whereas like that's low key what happened with Donaldson. Donaldson got so big so quickly in like two years. Yeah, we went from like. Oh, this guy's pretty nasty defensively too. Like, holy crap, this guy's low key an MVP candidate, mm-hmm. and you're unable to. You're un, you have to deal him because like, you can't pay for a two way player. You can't. You can't pay him. You can't pay him. So you're like, I gotta get rid of him so I can get as many prospects back, so that I'm not like breaking the bank. So like, that's like the whole like, um, I, I love. I always love. You either commit too early, you commit too late. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. Like, you take a gamble. So, I'll give you two two examples of what's worked out and what hasn't. So I know what hasn't. Oh, I mean, there's plenty of what hasn'ts, but like, um, but I want to give you a, I'll give a, a basketball one that's worked out. Like, I mean, like Steph Curry, like you paid him like what, like forty million for for four years. And you know, the best shooter of all for time. the best shooter of all time, who evolved into a two-time MVP, three-time champ, yeah. and then a meager investment um, that I don't think has panned out quite yet um, is up in Seattle with Kyle Seeger. I feel like they put mad money down on him. That is true. They put mad, mad money down on him. I don't know how much it is, Nick. If you could look it up, that would be awesome. Up right now. Look at his contract. His contract's fat. Like he gets paid like somewhere in the, like in the twenties, and he hasn't quite panned out because they saw him earlier. Like, oh my gosh, this guy's really good. Let's lock him down. And then now it's like, I mean, like that he's me. like the, he's like the, he's like not even like he barely cracks the top five in, in their in their lineup now. So totally different, but. The wall thing was always the first yeah. one that got the two. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he had oh a lot gosh. of good years in Chicago, I yeah. think. He did. He, he was a key piece to those teams. Seven year up to 120. Up to 120. So that's making a lot of money. He's for a baseball yeah. yeah, he's that's that's for a baseball player for like you're trying to sign yeah, like that's so, like a franchise third baseman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's he's getting paid 18 and a half this year, 19, 19, then 18. Then he has a club option for 20 or so the Mariners will be able to choose: Is he worth fifteen to twenty million in twenty twenty two? If he stays that way, then yeah, maybe. And he evolves. He hasn't. He hasn't. Yeah, but, he hasn't, he hasn't but he hasn't lived up to the expectations. I have. Sure. Like I heard about him like the year that they signed him because like that was they were thinking like it was going to be a good investment. But now it's like he could turn the corner. Exactly. So anyway, so that's we can we just jumped on a tangent, which is completely yeah. okay. Um, but with the other games, who do you guys predict? Predict your championship series. 
I'm going to say it's Milwaukee Dodgers. Yes. And Boston Houston. Yes. I don't see any. I don't as, see as of right now, it's 5:39 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. End of the third. <laughs> Boston, Boston's up 5-0. Dang. Besides the Martinez homer, um, Pierce singled, Betts scored, and Bogarts hit a sack fly for Benintendi. Yeah, it's it's gonna be Boston, Boston Houston. That's gonna be an insane series. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Milwaukee Dodgers. I think I think the storyline of like the underdog being the Milwaukee Brewers throughout this whole postseason run, even the whole regular season, even the whole regular season, in one of the most competitive divisions that went came down to the final game one sixty three. I think. Yeah. Who is the worst team in that division? The Reds. Okay. The, the Reds, Reds were okay. awful. <laughs> but they are. They are the totally. Reds. Yeah. The Pirates were even still relevant for a certain time. Uh, for, like, for a little bit. Uh, up until the All Star break. But you yeah. Still had yeah three okay, teams, up until yeah, yeah. You had three teams competing for playoff spots up until the final week or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the Cardinals dropped okay, off. Let's but, okay. Keep going. But like the Cardinals came in out of nowhere because yeah. Matt Carpenter came and decided to yeah. make a case for MVP. Mm-hmm. He's not going to come close just because his average isn't there. But he was, was slugging. To watch, Dude, he was slugging. He was slugging, which is crazy from the leadoff spot. Um, before we go on to like other sports, let's put a cap on like the two. So the two seasons that ended the Cubs and the A's. So we already touched on the A's. Let's talk about the Cubs. Like what? What? Where do you go from here? Do you? Do you say that is there any? Did Lester dirty? And is yeah okay. <laughs> Thoughts? Do you, I thought John Lester should have gone farther in that game. Yes, I totally uh, agree. Fine. He they did him dirty, dude. There was no reason to pull him. They pulled him for they pulled him for hitting reasons. They pulled him to. Oh, pitch that's it. right. Yeah, it didn't work out. And yeah, that, yeah. I don't know, man. I didn't watch that. They game put Cole Hamels in there. Hey, Cole Hamels has been looking yeah. dirty. He ever since he, ever since he sure. came ever since he was traded to the Cubs, he's looked fantastic. But he, now the Cubs. I mean, the Cubs were one of the favorites. All season, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. And now, where do they go? They can they make improvements? They need to get younger, fast. Definitely, they mm-hmm. need it. They need it. They need it. I think like you gotta, you have a lot of nice young pieces, um, which is great. But I think you need to like tr- think about shipping someone mid tier and just need- and just try to get prospects. Mm-hmm. Try to crazy get prospects or like a, a relevant player right now. And Addison Russell was it? Addison? Was yeah, say, Russell was suspended forty games. Um, domestic violence. Domestic violence. Yeah. So he'll miss the first forty games of next season if they ch- if they choose to keep him because yeah, normally domestic violence time. allegations tend to lead to you being uh, cut from the team, yeah. released, whatever. Um, so then there's another piece they have to look at. Yeah, they're they're not gonna be able to deal him though because no one's gonna take yeah. him. So I was gonna say like if anything, they have to get younger, especially in the pitching rotation and the bullpen. They have yeah, to find yeah. they have to find like mainstays because I know John Lester's great and all, but yeah. he, times click, times ticking, and yeah, especially in baseball, better. Father Time always wins. Um, Cole Hamels, will he ever repeat what he's had his first stint in in Chicago? We um, don't know. So you and Kyle Hendricks is good. He's a number two at best, yeah. but you you need an ace. They need an ace in that rotation for them to. At least lead a game like a wild card game if it comes down to that next season. Yeah. And they're they're just not they're just they've struggled to get younger over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like they did really well in crafting. They started and, doing it a little. Yeah, a little once bit. once you get that win, it becomes a uh, like oh let's add some veterans, bolster up, and repeat. Yeah. And I think that they should have just gone with their initial method that won that took them to the World Series and won them the World Series. Yeah. Is well, it's hard too because now, like now, your farm system, as of when you started winning in like 2015, 
your farm system is going to start to like it's, be really it's going to be starting to be depleted because you're not because you're now you're you're for the last like four or five seasons you've been drafting at the bottom of the first round and you're also trading away a lot of your best prospects for guys like Daniel Murphy and stuff like that yeah, yeah. you're trading away prospects That's right so they've their farm system they they can't really look to their farm system right now yeah unless there's someone I don't know of down there. Well, that's the thing. That's what you have to think about. You have to really think about considering trading guys um, away. Like, you have to think about trading Ian Happ. You have to think yeah. about trading, like, David Bodie. Or Carl Edwards Jr. Like, you have to think about that. Because, like, if you don't think about that, like, because you're not going to. There are guys on that team that are untouchable. Like, you're not going to trade Baez or, like, Chris Bryant or Rizzo. 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 Those guys, like, it's, it's A, because yeah. A because they're so valuable to the team, and two, because they're getting older. So, like, yeah. teams, unless they're. Let's they won't trying. get a decent haul for them. They won't get what they're yeah, worth. Yeah, exactly. So with those two th- with those two factors in mind, I feel like it's just a matter of time before either the, cl- the Cubs need to, like I said, get significantly younger in the next season or two or just just live with the fact that pl- players are going to get older and this then your window is very small. Yeah, I think I think it's strictly on the pitching staff because you have to look at it. Their, their pitching staff was decimated, decimated in terms of the bullpen at least. That you lose um, Brandon Morrow out for the year, like with 30 games left in the regular season, so he's not there to pitch that game. Pedro Strope, well, he played well, but he 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 was injured for at least the last month of the season, which means there along that line, there's like 25 games in which if you had him, maybe you could have won one and not had to play in a wild card game. Yeah, and stuff like that. It's just like the little the the little numbers here and there where you really want quality, and it, and quality pays. Right. Hundred percent. So interesting topic about the Cubs. We'll see what the heck they do because like they're they're gonna be in a predicament the next season season or two. Definitely. This off season will be big. So, who's your pick for World Series champ, guys? Yeah. Boston. 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 Dude, Boston thank you, good. thank you for jumping back, jumping to my to my prediction from the early season. I was like, y'all are sleeping on Boston. Like Boston's too good. Boston's Boston so is, good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the barring man. injury or fantastic run. By someone else, I don't see anyone who can beat them in a seven game. Beat them in that a seven, seven game. game. I, know, World I, know, I know who can go on a fantastic run. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, is who, who who Mac? It's the Dodgers. I know. I ha- I hate to admit I, it. Seriously, I really hate to I mean, admit yeah. it. Me and um me and my housemates we were actually talking in depth last night about this, and we were like, dude, honestly, like, aside from Boston, aside from Boston. The They're Dodgers really are the most yeah. complete team. Yeah. Now that the Cubs are out of the way, do you think it's I don't a think I think, yeah, the I think they're complete complete team. Complete yes. team. Yes. I think they are the most complete team. They may not be the best at different facets of, of a team, but they're the most complete team. Mm-hmm. As in, they are the they're probably well rounded. Well, yeah. very well rounded. Yeah. Like that pitching staff has incredible depth and incredible amount of experience. Yes, the lineup. Has incredible depth and an incredible amount of experience. Mm-hmm. They have like defensive, defensive and offensive juggernauts all over the place. Mm-hmm. They're being slept on in the National League at least because everyone's freaking out about the, the Brewers, which is rightfully so. It's just watch out. Mm-hmm. It's October. Like the Dodgers finally understand. Like all right, time to put it into gear. Let's actually play now. Like when, oh, like yeah. Ryu, Ryu comes out and throws what like a, a two hit six uh, seven six innings in, seven innings pitch. Like yeah, he's just, just like all right, yeah, I'll just take this game over. Like I'm playing Gershaw. Just no no problem whatsoever. I, I, like I was watching that game and I was like, where did this come? like as a Dodgers fan, this happens every postseason to me. I'm like, where did this come from? Why why did we not play like this before? Why did we have to get into a 163 then the wild card? What are you doing? Just please play like this the whole time. I think it's, I think, to Max's point, I think it's along the lines of they're finally healthy. 
Yes, exactly. And it's at the best time for them. You, you now have Kenley Jansen back, who's back from a regular heartbeat twice. You have Hyunjin Ryu, who's been on fire since he's come back. You now, and you don't have like those middle middle of the rotation arms who you're having to bullpen. So you you, you now have Maeda, or you now have Maeda in the mm-hmm. bullpen. You now have, I think Strips not Strips. No, I think Strips uh, are out of your lineup. But you still have other quality like um, pitching pieces that are you'll you'll be able to supplement your starters with. So say your starter can only go five, you can have four innings of solid relief pitching. Yeah, yeah. So. It's going to be like, it, I don't know, the Dodgers are scary, dude. They just look very good. World Series matchup, you think, you think Dodgers-Red Sox? I say that. I think, I think that's a very real uh-huh. possibility. Does anyone here say Brewers-Red Sox or no? I mean, no. I'm hoping no. for it. No. I don't think it's like, oh, but, yeah, for sure. but I think for the Dodgers, oh, the being both a Dodgers hater and a Cubs hater, I'm rooting for it hard. I just feel like now that the Cubs are out, like there's <laughs> not really anyone Cubs, to stop yeah. the Dodgers. Because I feel like Cubs will want to do it. I just don't think that, I think the Brewers are exciting. I think they have like... A legit offense. That yeah. offense is yeah. nasty. I don't think they have the pitching. They depth. don't have a rotation. They don't have the pitching depth. You need like incredible pitching depth. But like I mean, we've also seen the Dodgers choke things away in the playoffs Jerry before. That is true. That's true. So, Which is why know, they probably won't win the World a cu- Series. A couple cold hitting games against the Brewers, yeah. and that that series is over. You yeah. know, even it, with good pitching, one zero losses. Is, that's true. The NLCS or like the the championship series is that five games or seven? The seven. championship series, it's yeah, a seven, seven, seven game. And it's a, and it's but a, the division is five. Five, yes. Okay. Yeah, and it's a 2-3-2. Cool. Three, two, um, it's a 2-3-2 two, two, um, like game layout. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and who won the the American League won the won the uh, won the All Star game, mm-hmm. so it'll be the American League. Oh no no, it doesn't matter actually. For for the for the national for the NLCS, it'll be the highest seed. So that would be um, Brewers. That would be the Brewers. So mm-hmm. if the Brewers were to win. And it'd be the Dodgers, so the Brewers would get the first oh. two at home, and then three and three in LA, and then three back in, or two more back in. That's in big because if 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 the Brewers, which we're taking to, but but man, okay, go ahead. I want to finish your point. If, finish if, your point. if, if, your if point. the Brewers can take both games at home, which I think it's tough, if they can at least split, I don't. I think it's dangerous to split. It's oh, two, I know. Of course, it's dangerous to split. You want you want the two game. You but, need the two but, games in a two three two. Yeah, I I honestly like, I'll be honest. I don't think. No one in the National League can beat the Dodgers in Chavez Ravine right now. Yeah, even if the Rockies decide to, like, they can actually make it up, they can't. I don't think Milwaukee can, strictly because of the rotation. I think Atlanta's way too young. It also is unfortunate that Danzy Swanson's missing the NLDS. Yes, that is like, true. Although he may not make the greatest difference, it's a presence type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a clubhouse presence. Like when you're when your guy is not in the lineup, like one of your guys is not mm-hmm. in the lineup, like everyday starters yeah. not in the lineup, it's like, all right, who the hell playing shortstop? He's the he's the guy he's the, the guy that's like kind of like uh, been the leader of the rebuild if you think about it like yeah. he was the first piece up yep. and he's been there when Al- Albies was called up when Acuna was called up yep. now that Fulton Evitz is like pitching out of his mind it's it, it sucks to for an Atlanta team that is now probably going to see its way out of the uh, oh it, they quick. for sure will see their way out quick quick the promising yeah. Oh, they're promising. The NL East is promising, yeah. man. If you think about like the Phillies and the Mets, I was looking like, at that division. I feel bad for the Phillies. Phillies. Jacob Degrom specifically yeah. on the Mets. Maybe not anyone else, but Jacob Degrom. Giant. Uh, I don't want to talk about <laughs> That's right. You missed last week when we were talking about the awards races. Oh we're, yeah. We, oh, we both said, at least for me, I said uh, Snell and Degrom. Yeah, Snell Degrom. That's easy for for Cy Young. That's I way mean, too easy. Scherzer's got a case. Yeah, but Scherzer only has a case because he has three hundred Ks. It's a lot yeah. of Ks. It's a lot, yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, but his whip, but his whip, but, but his whip, and his ERA yeah. don't stand up. His ERA is one a full. He's one higher than a full a full run. Full yeah, run. that's 
literally like I think what was it? I think there's a stat where Degrom gave up four runs once. Yeah. All season. Three runs or less in his last. Was it like 25, 29 starts? Yeah. Something he literally ridiculous. like doesn't give up runs. Like that guy just doesn't give up runs. I think he had ten starts where he gave up, gave up like, where he gave up one run or something like that. Wow. Ten, ten starts, ten different starts. Have you given up one run, dude? And the dude wild. finished with what? Ten, nine wins or ten wins? Ten wins. He, he was ten. ten he was ten and nine. Yeah, he's he ten and nine. He won his last like three starts, which is super nice. He went positive. That's hey, all. Hey, is, is he? Does he get traded? No, you don't. You don't trade someone no. like that. I mean, the Mets tra- aren't going anywhere. Like, yeah, but you're but you're gonna make him untouchable though. Just the way, just the way that he's been pitching like that. Like, but the as if you were Degrom, would you want to stay? This is this is gonna dig into like the the topic yep. that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. When is it? When do you start becoming? When do you start like speaking out for yourself? Where you're like, like I'm not gonna play until you trade me type of deal. Yeah. If they can't hit two runs to get this guy a couple, a couple wins, like he shouldn't. You know, he. I imagine he doesn't want to be there. If Definitely. he's pitching one, it's still New York though. It's still like, New York. People, people underestimate the value of New York. Like the Mets might be terrible. But it's, still New, York. but it's still New York. But it's still New York. It's the same. Re- it's the same reason why you know every couple of years we're like, oh, is there some big market player that's going to go to the Nets? You know, like or the yeah. Knicks. Yeah. Or the, the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. Like it probably no, but it's New York. They have the draw. It yeah. might happen. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they'll trade Syndergaard before they pay. Before yeah, they trade definitely. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's, that's blow, what needs to happen. They'll, in my up, they'll blow up that rotation before before Degrom goes. Yeah, because Mats and Wheeler still play okay. Like if you just trade away, if you tra- if you trade away, if you trade away Syndergaard for a good like mainstay in the in the field, honestly, like and some good prospects, I'd I'd be down for that. That's if I'm a yeah. I don't know, dude. The thing is, like with those players, unless it's Degrom. Unless it's Degrom, I feel like the rest of those players, like you, you won't, you don't want to trade. No rebuilding team is going to be like, I want Stephen Matz to be the veteran spearhead of my rotation. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And I'm yeah. not going to give up. I'm not going to give up my my 19 year old first round pick, first round pick who I just drafted for this guy. Cause like. Um, like what's the point of that? Or yeah. shred my shred my farm system. The only player I feel like teams would be willing to shred their farm system is for Degrom. Yeah. Yeah. Even Syndergaard, I feel like, is tough for yeah, people to shred their farm system because of his health issues. Yeah. Health yeah. is the biggest thing. He's because he's good when he's on. When he's on, he's great. Oh yeah. Yes. Like definite, probably the best number two, like in the. No, the, one of the one of the better number two. One of the better, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, for sure. I mean, in a perfect up, up there, world, up there, the Giants are up there. In a perfect world, in a perfect world, what the where, Giants are, you know, where players aren't injured and stuff. You have Bumgarner and Cueto. Yeah, that's yeah. a huge one too. But yeah. I think the Mets still. Oh, and the the best one too in the game right now, I think, is um, Verlander Cole. Verlander Cole. Yeah. Like, there's no better. Uh, but no, but Cinder but Cinderguard Degrom is up there. It's up there. It's up there. And to give, like, this is a cool stat I saw, like, over the week. A cool stat um, for DeGrom just to show you how good this season was. So there's a stat for baseball with all the Sabre metrics called field independent pitching. So it kind of, like, rationalizes the three true outcomes, which is home run, walk, or strikeout. Okay. The average is just like ERA, like around a 3.2 for a good player. Jacob's, Jake, like, and this is the top 10 seasons, like, since ever. Clayton Kershaw's on there twice. His 2014 and 2015 campaign are on there. Um, Jacob Degrom was on there. He had a 1.9 field independent pitching rating, and dude, he has a he had a 1.7 ERA. Just for people who don't know, but looking down this list, like shout out to Pedro Martinez, who was 23 <laughs> at the time, or no, who was 27 at the time of 1999. 
He had an ERA of 2.07. He won 85% of his games. Keep in mind, it's the Red Sox. But his when was this? What year was this? 1999. The 99 Red Sox? I don't know. But his field independent pitching rating, so DeGrom's this year was 1.99. Pedro Martinez's was 1.39, which means that with, take out the fielders, oh my he had a, he had around an ERA of 1.39. Take, take out fielding and take out like singles, doubles, triples. He had a 1.39 like average. Dude, that's filthy, Jeez. right? Right. Yeah, but we're in a home run era where now the stats are more... Um, Linked to the three true outcomes, but yeah, I, th- I think Degrom, Degrom, Syndergaard, best one two punch. But you got to trade Syndergaard before you trade Degrom. There's that's no question. Yeah, that's gonna be such a that's gonna be such that be such a such a what are the, the the Mets are like? What the hell are the Mets doing? Like, are they? What the hell are the Mets ever doing? What the hell is any New York team ever doing? Actually, though, you can argue that the Mets in 2015 when they had Dan- when they had David Murphy, Daniel Murphy, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Murphy, Dave, not David Murphy, the the David awkward, Wright, the, David awkward the awkward left handed. Outfielder. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what, what what they you ask them like, all right, they know what they're doing. When they had Daniel Murphy, they had like a young like Degrom, like a young a younger, well, a nice like veteran veteran stacked up Mets team that went to um and went to the World Series. They just fell short to the Royals in yeah. twenty fifteen. I was like, oh my gosh, that that team actually might be a consistent. Um, play, like a consistent yeah. guest into the NLCS, and then they just nothing, nothing, so nothing. Is gone. Yeah, After injuries and the 2016 wild card loss to yeah. the Giants. No, just, that's tragic. Oh yeah, the the the, the Mac Williamson three run dinger, mm-hmm. like that. I was oh, like, dude, man, off Cindergard, off Cindergard. I was like, dude, he hit like a hundred mile hundred mile an hour fastball into deep right center. I was like, dude, that was gnarly. That was gnarly. I watched that live. I was like, oh, oh my yeah. god, we oh, literally absolutely. just... <laughs> we didn't... The Giants did not deserve to win that game by any means. Mm-hmm. Syndergaard was literally blanking them. Like, <laughs> they had, like, two hits to that point. I mean, if you're going to argue that, we had uh, Matt Moore hitting a no-hitter against the Cubs in the next round. That's true. And they pulled him in the ninth just That's for Santiago Casilla to lose us the game. So, That's, yeah. true. That's true. true. I think I brought this up last bad week. News, but, yeah. Bad news, Giants all over again, dude. Anyway. Hey, what? Calm down. I'm just kidding. Wins three championships in six years. The bad news giants, man. We're the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I have two franchises in here that are just like... We lucked out. Rough. No complaining allowed. No complaining allowed. Yeah, that's true. I'm not even going to bother with the, with <laughs> the, with the Dodgers today. I'm not even going to bother with the Dodgers today because I know they're going to win tonight. I'll be honest. Um, hey, I, had, I had a friend um, tell me the other day that... He's a Padre fan, and we were talking. And I was like, I was like, I, I literally just one of the not, token I, few that reps the Padres. I was like, I'm really not a fan of the Dodgers. He's like, Dude, I'd rep the Dodgers before I'd rep the Giants. And I was like, Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He'd rep. I'm not gonna drop his name on the podcast. <laughs> uh, he said he'd rep Dodger blue before he put on yeah, the yes. orange and black. I was actually, I was there yeah. for this conversation. You were there for this conversation. I wasn't there for you this conversation, there, but, but I know exactly. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's actually two of those. Two, there's two. There's two. Two of those guys. They're both like, yeah, we'd both, yeah. we would rather wear the Dodger blue than ever put on the orange and black. That's yeah. disgusting. As a Padre fan. Anonymous closet Dodger fans, we will accept you. Don't worry. 
Oh, I'll what? make sure they get that message. That's a huge. Dang, these two, dude, whoever these two people come on. <laughs> what? Right? Don't worry, it's very confused. Be- We're a loving community. Don't good on everyone. It's always beat up. Beat LA is a model for life. Exactly. What do you say? Didn't y'all almost kill that one Giants fan? Okay, that's an isolated Funny segue. I actually, as much as I, as much as I like. Will like hate on Dodger fans. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw that into like that representing the Dodger fans. Right. I, I agree. It's definitely that's, that's just a one person. Yeah. Well, that's a one. I mean, we're annoying. Don't get me wrong. Like we're the worst people to debate with. Granted, but, granted. Uh, that's not all. Of us. I would never condone that, and I'm, my yeah. my thoughts yes. will always go out to that family. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think that represents a fan base as a whole, though. Oh, no, of course, not. definitely, not. definitely not. Can't take the actions of one. Weird segue, exactly. but. Segue into do you see the Yankees fan pouring the beer on the A's fan? Yes. yes. So apparently they and so apparently they went out. They went like out. they went they out clubbing. That, that was so dope. That was hilarious. That was so odd, dude. I was just like, dude, like I saw a comment on Instagram. I was like, I already don't like. Someone's like, I already don't like the Yankees. But yeah. like this literally just makes it to the point where like I really don't even like the Yankees. Where it was like I feel like I usually try to give Yankees fans the benefit of the doubt because you're allowed to like whoever the hell you want. Like mm. I really don't care who you like. You can like whoever you want. You could like, yeah. You could. I don't really you care. Like the Red Sox. You can like the Red Sox. You can be from wherever. I'll give you a little. I'll I'll heckle you a little bit for you. But also, I'm not gonna throw my beer at you. And also, like that was probably a fifteen dollar toss that he had. <laughs> right. Fifteen dollar yeah, yeah. toss. Like hey, it was not on target. Tar- it was on target though. So. <laughs> not everyone was everyone was throwing their beer. Did you see? It looked like yeah. it was yeah. raining in New York. Yeah. But yeah. it was literally just raining beer. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> Man, though, um, dang, those two people said they put on Dodger blue before they put on orange <laughs> yeah, and black. I can't believe it. Beat LA is a motto down here in San Diego. Too bad yeah. y'all can't ever do it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tall man, 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 I'm like, so tired of Dodger the, the, hate. Like, like, we're in postseason form. I'm just no, like, this, I'm swinging it around. The hate. Oh, yeah. Dodgers will always deserve the hate. Dodger is the West Coast evil empire, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's the, you gotta love it. It's the West Coast Evil you Empire without the championship. Yeah, yeah, I totally do. We're, we're literally, we're literally a copy of the Yankees. Without that's the all we do. Without the without championships. The yes, <laughs> that's all we do. Well, no one has the championships to compete against the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. No one has twenty-seven rings. But you haven't won. What's the next? You don't know what the next is. Oh, I don't know. It's something. It's gotta be. It's the Red Sox, I think, with eleven. I, I, I could be totally wrong. I, I think it's. Cl- it oh, I don't know. It's gotta be low. Let's wait for him to look it up. I think. I think. I think the Giants creep in there though a little bit. Well, the Giants, New York, they, they won a lot. So, like, Yankees the 27, the Cardinals 11. Okay. Oh. Cardinals, Cardinals 11, 11, that's what it was. Oh. I think it was a red team. I was close. Uh, the Red Sox have eight. And, eight. eight. and then it's the New York Giants. It says New York Giants. I don't know if that factors in. Fact that San Francisco. Anyway, Francisco. but yeah, no one's got tw- yeah. 27 to 11. So, that drop offs are crazy. Giants as a franchise are tied with the Red Sox with eight. eight. They five okay. in New York and three in San Francisco. Okay, yeah. Anyway. Um, so now segueing, I think that was a good segue. I think or a good like discussion on baseball. I think we definitely got our little uh, oh yeah open yeah. mini cans of worms. But uh, don't worry, there'll be more cans of when worms. When do we too. not? Yellow we, we are always we always yeah. find a I way think, to talk about the I Dodgers. Think, I think I think the biggest can of worms that was that was opened 
for sure on this podcast had to be when Nick said that Steph Curry wasn't the best point guard. Oh league. my yeah. dude, that's right. right. That's he right. made that argument, and we were all just like, everyone just went like, because yeah. because yeah. it was it was I had to contextualize what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> we're not gonna get into we're it. Not gonna get into but that, that was again. definitely the that was the biggest can of worms where everyone. Just I, like, I think oh, just I think wait for the NBA season for cans of worms. I think I was just like super on tilt that there were like four Bay Area guys in there, and I felt outnumbered as a Bay Area. You definitely were outnumbered heavily. And you even also had someone who isn't even a Bay Area fan. That even got on Dude, um, I love Russell Westbrook with all my heart. He's the greatest human being to ever walk the earth. But, like, you just can't compare to the greatest okay. shooter of all okay. time. Like, I, 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 okay. I, I, okay. I might okay. be We're going to stop here. We're going to stop here. We're going to stop here. We're going to talk about this. We're going to let this. Yeah, no, it's already hot in this room. Anyway. Um, anyway. We're going to move on to the NBA. Um, the, pre-se- the preseason's going full in effect now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of players have been playing. A lot of, like, we get a lot of different looks of teams. Um, who wants to, who has got, who's got, has anyone got a hot take? Anyone really like what they're seeing out of certain players? I'm not going to say hot take, but I, I just like to further affirm, like, I know he had an okay game against the Sixers, but Luka Doncic for rookie of the year. There's no, there's no question in my mind. Ooh. Even, because I, because I, I, I like Aiton, I like, I like Aiton's skill set at, at, at a size that he's, he's really going to be dominant, but he's not going to get the usage that Devin Booker is. Because, like, when Devin Booker comes back, Devin Booker's going to have the lion's share of the usage on that team. Josh Jackson's going to be really good distributing, and I can imagine he's going to get some points as well. But yeah, it's, I think Doncic will really become that engine for that team quickly. I think we'd more likely to see a massive campaign from Dennis Smith Jr. That's what I'm saying. Than, um, I think Doncic is great, and I think he's going to be top three in terms of rookie of the year voting. I oh, just, that's no question. I just don't. Th- I don't think he's gonna have a lot of struggles adapting with the physicality and the athleticism. That's the gotta that's be the biggest thing. Hold him back, um, especially from a scoring standpoint. Mm-hmm. One, and he's in the Western Conference. One player yeah. that I'm, uh, uh, <laughs> I love, but I hate um, gassing up Vitor's team. But I think Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah. has a very, very legitimate case to make. He with, Mar- with, with Mark with Markinen. Gonna miss. He's gonna miss time. Yeah, time. Like he's gonna get a lot of looks. Pick and roll. Yeah, he's gonna get a lot of looks. Yeah. I think like he'll probably get, if not the same amount, if not more than the looks that Aiton will get, and at a See, comparable position. My the thing with difference is Wendell plays within the system where he's not. They're not gonna be giving him the ball, running plays for him. Where I think the Suns will be running plays for Aiden. Aiden. Um, he's a very uh, Carter's gonna be a guy who's probably gonna end up with a field goal percentage like DeAndre Jordan esque field goal percentage. But with more range and more scoring, yeah. Um, just because he's not going to force the game, the game's going to the game come to him. Which so I think his numbers won't be too high in volume, but the efficient efficiency levels will be insane. He'll be a second chance guy. Yeah, I mean, around not, the rim. not even second chances. He's going to finish his chances, and it's it's not going to be like he's getting. 30, you know, 20 shots a game, he's going to get six, seven shots, make five or six of them. No, I mean, like, on, when I mean second chance, I mean someone misses, he gets yeah, the rebound. No, he'll definitely be there, yeah. but and just in terms of the general flow of the offense as well, they're a team that is building around, uh, I want to say building around in quotes, because there's guys like Mark, obviously injured, but he was a key piece. And then we have Levine, um, who still are, who's still a big focus. Jerry's still out on him. And then... Um, Parker now joining the team. There's a lot of a lot of guys who need to spread shots around. 
We'll see. Um, the Bulls are definitely going to be a team to look at, very especially coming into the, to the, to the year. We don't a lot know. of interesting pieces on the roster. And, yeah. a lot of, and just because like they're an Eastern Conference team, so I feel like there's way more hype around around young, talented Eastern Conference teams because the East is literally an open conference. Right. Like, from three all the way down to the last... Three to eight is an open conference, mm-hmm. um, I would say. Yeah. No, no, four to an, four, four, yeah. four down is an open conference. Who's your, who's your four? Um, or three, who's my your three? Th- my three are the Sixers, the Celtics, and the Raptors. Yeah. yeah. I feel like those three teams are like almost auto locks. Uh, yeah. For those, maybe they're for sure auto lock playoff spots. Yeah. I'll, say five, I'll, I'll say five to eight. Because I, I five have, who's I your have, fourth? Who's your fourth team? Wizards. I have to give mad respect. Whoa! I give more respect to the Pacers before I get into the Wizards. See, see, I, I didn't even think about that. My <laughs> off the top of my head, I was thinking Wizards because I have to think Dwight Howard. People, I this is like the curious case of Dwight Howard. He's had the strangest NBA career. He shouldn't he, have yes, left Orlando. Shouldn't have left Never, Orlando. Yeah. I still think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. That's an, a question for another day. No, a question for another day. Thankfully, no one's. Stopping me. Uh, I, was, um, I wasn't going to stop you, but yeah. yeah. Okay. But, but, but was, thanks you. for checking. But, thanks for but, checking. <laughs> but I, I do think John Wall pick and roll with Dwight Howard is going to be nice. I don't say it's going to be great, but I'll think it'll, I think it'll be pretty good. Um, I think Dwight Howard is definitely an upgrade from Marcin Gortat last year. Um, Bradley Beal has definitely efficient has become a more efficient scorer, so I think that if you platoon him with Wall off the court and ha- let him run his offense... I think Otto Porter has to live up to more expectation, but I think the team, I think there's enough depth on the team to consider them a lock. And given that, here's the thing. I wouldn't say four, but they're a lock for the playoffs, 100%. They're they're, they're big three. I'm counting last year's big three, mostly. Otto Porter, Bradley Beal, John Wall. All of them have missed uh, consistently, have missed a lot of games. Last year, Otto Porter missed a lot of games. Year before that, I think Beal missed half the season. Yeah. Um, the year before that, I think Wall, Wall missed a good and I think Beal also missed some yep. time. I just don't think that team's health gonna. Like, none of them it, can stay healthy. I think it, it predicates on their health. If they stay healthy, they're a lock for the five five up seed. Dude, I don't even think that because, like, from my perspective, like, look at what happened last year. I, I think last year John Wall was out for a while. As he was well. out for he a while, and then he and then he, and then he they did to get surgery. Look at how much better. They played without John Wall. They played, yeah. Like that's a mirage. I I totally understand. Like it's it's a it's a a boost of like oh we don't have a star player. Let's all contribute a little more to make up for it. But still, John Wall to me is like a little bit worse version of Russell Westbrook. Like he's 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 a fast guy, yeah, drives to the rim, decent three point shot, not great. Yeah. Oh no! I, don't, and I, don't, I can't put I can't put John Wall no. in a conversation of three point shooters, no. dude. He's no, not. No, 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 that's not what I said. I said talking, he's talking like, about comparable to Westbrook. Like he's not as good of a three point shooter as yeah. Westbrook is. Just I, take away the three point shot. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I, but like, he looks, yeah, he looks like right, he looks right, like right. Westbrook. But like, like no three point shot, dude. Like Westbrook don't see. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't see. I see, and I personally see chemistry issues between him and Beal because I know there's been a lot of reports out of Washington like last year that were saying. Beal was kind of content with John Wall being out, yeah, he and while running. he was running the team, like he liked running the team, and he looked pretty good running the pick and roll and stuff like that. Of course, he looked, he looked why good. Would you, so why wouldn't you be happy when you're when you're succeeding? Like I'll, I'll be honest, bro. Like, because because if you're because if you're a built team, you're you're happy when all of your players are there. You're not ha- you're not like oh sweet my best player is injured now I get to play. Because I was gonna say it was that I just think that none of them they can't. They have to succeed when they're the engine because none of them, I'd say, are spot up shooters. Bradley Beal's a good shooter. Don't get me wrong, but he needs his touches. He needs he yeah. needs time to get his game going. And but the thing is with John Wall, like you said, he's not a good three point shooter. And, and as Matt reaffirmed, not even in a discussion of good three point shooters. That's the exactly thing. And 
Otto Porter had, like really like fell off last year too. He was also the highest paid player on that team. Yeah. Exactly. And now you, if you're gonna have to re up on some other guys, Just I know. Well to me, dude. I know there. I know there's some other players that that are there that have some promise, like Thomas Yadaransky. I really like him at the back point guard role, but unless they find depth and stay healthy, I, it, it'll be tough. But if they do, they're an automatic lock for the playoffs. They, they're. It sucks because like they're they got so lucky that Dwight decided to sign. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. like they don't have cap room at all. Because okay. like. Beal Wall, Wall and yeah, Batman. Beal Beal Wall and oh Porter god. make up sixty million of their cap. Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> it's that, yeah, because because shocking to be honest. It's it's um and Gortat was was pulling was pulling just around like almost ten on that. So it was about seventy million between Beal oh, Wall. Um, Beal Wall Porter and Gortat. Yeah, and keep in mind the lead the cap last year was one hundred two. Yeah. And Porter's making like twenty some low twenties. Beal making like eighteen, and Wall's the lowest lowest breadwinner of the three, making like twelve. So it's like once Wall's off contract, oh someone someone will for sure pay big money oh, for yeah. Wall. Definitely. So it's like that team is like they have no they got screwed over with the with the with the Porter with the Porter contract. Okay, who's the first piece to oh, go? No. If you if if you're if hey. you're. Here we go. So, yeah. so I pulled up their contracts. Is it worse than is it worse than I was saying, or is it so? This I season, was paid yeah. So Otto Porter is making twenty six million. Oh my goodness! That's oh, it's worse. That's right. Bradley Beal is making twenty five and a half. Jesus. Oh yeah, they John, paid him. They paid him. They paid him. They did pay him. Well, they paid John him Wall year. is making nineteen, and then you have Jan Mahimi. Young Mahimi, Young Mahimi. That's what I was saying. Young Mahimi was making an absurd amount. Like oh, I remember, so I remember, I remember a couple, like a couple, couple months ago, Bill Simmons was talking on his podcast. He's like, Young Mahimi, like going off on Young Mahimi. He's like, Young Mahimi, why are you getting paid fifteen million? They have a hundred and forty million on the payroll with a cap of one hundred eight. They are thirty two oh. million over the cap. That's a fat that luxury. luxury t- they have to. There's no way. There's a fat luxury. They have to get. They have to deal Mahimi. They have River Austin Rivers on the last. No year one's gonna. Contract. No one's gonna want Mahimi. Yeah, Mahimi making fifteen. Okay, if sixteen this year, fifteen next who year. Go. So you have your three guys. You yeah. know they're all getting paid a decent amount. Oh, but you're gonna. You're. Oh, but no, see, that's the um, thing. You're already. So, you're, you're already giving a bad asset away with Jan Mahimi, and you're gonna give another. You I won't say you can't, you can't. It's, it's not that Otto Porter is a bad asset. It's just that for value, he's nowhere near for team, real or one. The only of those top three that the play, other teams would be willing to trade for is Bradley Beal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because I next totally season agree. John Wall's max super max kicks in, so he'll be making thirty-seven point eight million next year. Okay, but the cap goes up. Okay, well, cap goes might cap go goes up. up. It's not determined. Hasn't been determined yet. Oh, they've been. They, it was originally supposed to be one big jump to like one twenty. Now they're easing it up, so it might not go up next year. Um, and so, and then you have Otto Porter making twenty seven, uh, along with Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. Twenty seven for Beal, okay. Twenty seven for Porter, not okay. Yeah. yeah. So oh, Beal's the only tradable player on that team. Yeah, it's terms of the only one that people will want because uh, like you were like, well, not yeah, no, want. like honestly, I'll be out of Porter with like, a good contract, I would want. Out of Porter, he's coming off a down season because yeah. he had a good a contract, but yeah, pay Beal's Beal's good. Like you were saying, like Beal basically um, when he when Wall was injured, Beal was leading the team and he liked it. And you could honestly, if just if a bad team wanted to pick him up, oh, yeah. they could center their whole team around. I him. agree. Yeah. How, yeah. Wait, I could see. Yeah. Quick question: How? Um, how many years is Otto Porter on contract? Um, 
He is under contract. That is a hold on. Let me just see what kind anyway, of option. Anyway, as is. as Bitor looks that he up, I think. Um, what do you think? I'm, I know it's like been a huge topic in the off season. But what do you think of the Lakers? What do you think? We were talking about this last fifty last win team. Me and Mac made a bet. Um, he thinks they'll get to fifty wins. I said if they do, pay you ten dollars. Ten dollar so, bet, fifty wins. Fifty wins for LeBron. For the Lakers. That's what I'm saying. It's dude. LeBron. I say high forties. It's Bron, Bron. Okay, when you're saying high 40s, are you talking 48 for 49 or you're talking 46 for 7? 47, 48. That's a small amount of margin, dude. You're literally going to cut it so close. Yeah. I wouldn't I, I, I wouldn't have bet. I never I would never get bet against don't LeBron. Bet against LeBron. Yeah, I've 50 learned. wins isn't bad. 50 wins isn't much. If he had said 60, team. now there's a bet. Yeah, no, I don't but 50, you know, I'm, 50 is 50. I'm 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 with Mac. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's for good. me. I can't bet against LeBron. Like it's a lock. It's a, first of all, it's a lock that they're even gonna play above five hundred, let alone fifty. I it's it, I think it's a lock because in there's the West. They're still in the West. I understand. I understand that. The there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot. Dude, of there's a decent amount of trash teams in the West. Yeah, now. and there's a lot. But of I still I fuck that Lakers. Fifty no, 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 no. wins though. Yeah. I think so. I, I think dude, how people, many people are, teams were in the Western Conference last season? You've got like well, you got like almost twenty wins secured in there the were, Eastern Conference. I, well, yeah, I still like to. I still like to That's think that there's that. enough yeah. depth yeah. on the Lakers if oh, injuries happen. If yeah. if one, even two I guys go Lakers down. Good. If two guys go down, I They're, still think. I still like. I still like Mo. Or it's not like I never like Mo. I, I like Mo Wagner. I still. I think he'll get the starting job later in the season, which will help with his development. And say we lose someone like Josh Hart or KCP, I really think Svi Mikhailuk is being so slept on. I like his sneaky athleticism, and he can shoot. He can shoot. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, I'm tired. I of, I'm tired of people saying the Lakers aren't good. Like, no. look at this roster. You have Rajon Rondo, not a shooter. He's a passer. LeBron works better with shooters, but LeBron and another passer is going to be beautiful to watch. Yeah. You have shooting guard. You have, I mean, pick one. KCP, Josh Hart, uh, the guy you just mentioned. Speed. No, Kuzma is more of a Mikhailov three four speed. Yeah. He's still he's still a shooter though. Yeah. He, yeah, no, he was like one of the best shooters. Yeah, yeah. Kuzma, Kuzma is a, yeah. Kuzma is a great shooter. You yeah. have LeBron, obviously. Whatever it doesn't and matter. And when Mo does take over the starting spot. That's another shooter on the floor. Mm-hmm. And, and he, the can space, he can run the floor, too. For That's me, crazy. For me, personally, watching these preseason games with the Lakers, I think the biggest note like on the Lakers right now is that Brandon Ingram is starting to get good. Yeah. Brandon Ingram Last night looks highlights. really, really good. I am so excited to see this because LeBron passing to Ingram... That's going to be cool to watch. Yeah, the two sure. of them are going to work great together. I mean, like, look for kind of like a little Kevin Lovey symbolism that goes See, on. The thing is, the Lakers also, they're young. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're very young, and they got LeBron, which is probably one of the best veterans you could ever get. Well, you can Think about the morale veteran. boost for them, going from, yeah. what, 37 wins to, like, oh, dude, we're making we the playoffs LeBron. this year. Oh, like, making, it's a lock. Yeah. Like, that's going to, everyone on that team is going to be playing crazy hard. I'm not saying hard. they're bad. I'm still saying they're going up against a tough Western Conference. Yes, but I there's still like a lot of games against the East. Better. It's 30. 30 games against the East. The 30 wins right there. If you win after... You're not going to win 30 games against the East. The Warriors didn't win 30 games against yeah. the East. I, just, I, just, I say you win. I say you win. I say I told him... I was just saying... I made a side comment. 20. Like 20. I'd say I like think you could, closer you to could 25. Pro, you could... Pro, you think you'll, gonna, you'll probably split against Boston. You'll probably split you'll against... Pro- do you think you're going to split against, like... 
You can't you can't expect twenty five wins though. That's so many you teams. They probably, they probably lose two of the Raptors. That's so, that's so as well. many. That's so many games where you're so. Kawhi just Kawhi just knows how to. That's shut so many. Down that's so many yeah, games where you're expecting them to, to be like. Yeah. That's the difference between this yeah. Lakers team and LeBron's pre- previous team with the Cavaliers. Yeah. Is now it's not about oh shut down LeBron and you're good because you're, the rest of them have played without LeBron. We're taking we're we're taking out the factor too that like. We've seen these team. We've seen this team for okay. Yeah, granted, it's only a couple games, but they've just been playing like locally. Like once yeah. you go on that seven game road, road trip, trip yeah. you're gonna get like tired, tired, run down. You're gonna go play five game, four LeBron games in a week. LeBron doesn't get tired. That's what the young bucks will. That's why young bucks will. But LeBron will carry them up. You no, no, not carry them up like not to twenty five wins in the it's East. Not, it's not. It's not even that. It's relying on LeBron. It's just the depth on that team. So yeah. see, people yeah. are getting tired, and you and you're gonna have to sit out a guy for rest because you're gonna play against Boston the next night, and you're facing a sneaky good Sixers team who you also have to play their, the night before. Their first line of reserves could probably challenge for playoffs in the East. Challenge. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah I, I agree can with that. hear that. <laughs> I mean, people, people are saying the Cavs are a lock with Sexton. Like, why? Why shouldn't the Lakers hey, don't sleep on Sexton? Uh, I was. I no one sleeps on Sexton. Sexton's my like he's rookie, rookie of the year choice. To be honest, on, in the East, I really like him. I really like him. Anyway, Lakers. We'll see. That's yeah. gonna be bigger conversations to have. Only two fifty-win teams were the Warriors and the Rockets. I'm just saying, there's no. The Lakers are. The third best, if not second best, in my opinion, in the in the, in West. the West. In the West, I say so? they're I say they're fourth best. I say it goes Warriors, Thunder, no. Rockets. No. Lakers. I think okay. It's it's so, wait, He got to a talking point that I want to talk about. Roberson. Oh no! I know. I, yeah. yeah. That's so that's Andre Roberson set back in his rehab. Re, will be re uh, evaluated in two, two months. months. Yeah, that was a tough. And one. that was little, really tough. Yeah, a little stat for us to look at. Uh, last season. When Melo was on the bench and Westbrook, Paul George, and Roberson were on the floor together, they had they allowed ninety one point seven points per hundred possessions. That the best defense all season last year allowed one hundred and one point five points per hundred possessions. Thank you. So they are ten Thank points you. better than the best defense last year uh, with Roberson, Paul George, and Westbrook on the floor. So okay. So, so yeah. now talking point is this Thunder team. What what's going to happen now? I know you. I, I still. They're still going to be. They're going to make the playoffs. We're going to make they're the playoffs. Good, they're going. They're a great team, but we might. We. I think. I think second place is out of the realm of reality at this point. When I said that, I was talking about in terms of like pure strength as a team when fully healthy. Yeah. But I think. I think second place. I think we'll finish third or fourth. Um, I like maybe behind the Lakers. That's the only reason I think. I think they're uh, a possibility. See, that's what I'm saying. In a in a best case scenario, I don't even see them being better. I don't even see them being better than the the Lakers being better than the Warriors. But I got the Lakers either being second or third. It it may happen that they may finish better than the Rockets. I think the Rockets predicates based on how they play defense when they have Melo on the floor. Wait a second. If, if they play defense. Okay, never mind. Sorry, I thought I thought you said never mind. Never if they mind. if they play good defense. Which will be surprising with Melo on the floor, then they may have a shot to be number one seed, like they had last year. But I think th- with the third seed, with um, it's, it'll be tough between OKC and the Lakers because yeah. I think I like I like the OKC's depth on the bench now because mm-hmm. you have you have Schroeder who can be an engine for that second team. Definitely. I like Terrence Ferguson. I like Jeremy Grant when Roberson comes yep. back. Yep. And I think that you do have enough young players, and I think Stephen Adams can supplement minutes um, on the first and second team to dominate that. I think that. OKC will will be a close fourth, but I do really, really like the Lakers. This is not even just being a Lakers fan. I just like the depth that they have 
where they can rest younger guys to bring more younger guys in, we'll get see. more experience. We'll see. I want to see them through adversity. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Really see the, jury's through, through the, jur- the jury's still out. We may be wrong, but I really just like the depth on that team. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Speaking so of depth. 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 Uh, Warriors. Patrick McCaw. Patrick McCaw. Refusing yeah. to sign. Oh, yeah. Was a... Was it like a two-year, five-million-year yeah, type two. deal? Yeah. Um, betting on himself. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, why? I mean, like, to be honest, if you're, if, especially when you're playing, you're coming off a couple championship runs. Like, yeah. why not? Like, you look at the won. look at the look at the look at the players that have come out of the Warriors system, and may may not have like been blown up, but at least gotten paid. So you're talking yeah. about Kent Bazemore. Kent Bazemore. <laughs> Kent Bazemore, Ian Clark, like. Those guys got themselves contracts. Yeah. yeah. Like, may not, they're not going to, they aren't like. Clark's been playing well for New Orleans. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're Patrick McCaw, who is arguably just as good, if not better, than those, Probably. both of the, yeah. both of both of his predecessors, I'd say you could go out and easily make like eight mil a year. Yeah. You could probably make more. Anywhere. A team desperate to improve and improve. improve our position? Or the shooting guard, the shooting guard. Shoot guard? He's, 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 wait, he, he, can't, he doesn't handle the ball like I mean, point guard. would he be handling the ball had he not been. No, on the Warriors. he would not have been. He 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 handles he the way he plays is he's a slasher and he's a, he's a spot he's a spot up. Yeah. Like he plays very well at the off guard position. I don't think he has the. Who are they running at their backup point? They're running Quinn Cook. Cook. Quinn Cook. Cook. Yeah, well, Sean Livingston, Quinn Cook. Like, I love Quinn Cook. But like those 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 guys. I mean, like it, I'm. I hope that Pat lands a contract. Yeah. Like, lands a nice one. I heard a rumor though. Speaking of, this will be a good segue into another topic that I I was thinking of talking about. Um, but. I was hearing about the Jimmy Butler trade. If they do a two-for-one, like two players for Jimmy Butler or three players for Jimmy Butler, that Pat McCaw would go to the place that um, Jimmy Butler goes because there's going to be a, a deflux of players so that Jimmy Butler comes in, Pat McCaw may come in to sign somewhere else. Yeah, and play back up to Jimmy Butler. That or, is such or, a good gig. Yeah, or something, something just like that. Or if Jimmy starts at the three. That's true, yeah. yeah so, like like Jimmy, some, something Jimmy. along the lines, and I heard that the Timberwolves, the Heat, and the Clippers... Yeah. We talked about this I in thought, talks I thought today. They, I thought, oh, because I thought the Heat made like their quote unquote. They final made their offer. final offer. No, but then we're doing off. a three team. They're thinking of doing a oh, three team. Okay. And then the Clippers said that that Tobias Harris is going to be a very strong like, as they, hard of a no as they can give. The, the, from the Clippers yeah. perspective, they're of saying course. we're we're, we're, we're going to try as hard as we can to not give oh, up. Why not? I like Tobias. Harris. I do like Tobias, but I think it's also a very similar pair, player to Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and but I don't know how much how well they do. Tobias gives you more length and well, length, more yes. scoring than okay, it's, mm, I don't know about the scoring. Uh, I think I think I think it's different. Like a it's different 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 player. But different I think type of scoring. It, they're I both you got you have a guy who's a two three and a three four who aren't amazing shooters. They're both very respectable shooters. Um, both guys who are primarily slashers. You're a little bit more post game with Tobias being taller, being more of a power Bigger, forward. But I don't Feel like I feel like you want to surround. They both would do better with more space. Yeah, and I don't think they'd be the best combo together. Right. I feel like Tobias Harris at his best is prime mellow light. Like. Yeah. Light. Ask, light. Ask, light. Ask. Yeah, I, I really like his Maybe, game yeah. is so comparable. Like when I look at his highlights compared to Mellow, but just like just take down like the whole awesome, like awesomeness of prime mellow. That's Tobias Harris, and I, that's why I, I like him being a Clippers, and obviously I like the Clippers saying no, because I think he, he can be a pretty good piece for a rebuilding really like team. Him. Matt, what you got? No, I'm just, I think, um, 
I think we're getting close to the end here, and I think I just want to touch. Does anyone have any pressing topic they want to touch upon? Because if not, we can just talk a little San Diego State football. Um, speaking of football. Um, speaking of football, okay. Patrick Mahomes has earned my respect. As an in-division rival, he has earned my respect. Wow. And, like... Okay, so also, shout-out to Mac's team, the C-minus draft grade team, 3-1. <laughs> um, but, yeah, dude, Patrick Mahomes coming two straight touchdown drives in mile high on Monday night. Yep. Like, dude, this dude is the real deal. People yeah. said Brett Favre comparisons. I, I don't know. Not yet. Not yet. I hope he starts throwing that many picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. yeah. He's, he's Brett Favre without the picks, and that's amazing. But he, if, if, there, if, if his stats do fall back to... Um, Planet Earth, Planet Earth, Earth or at, least, at least within yeah. the Earth orbit. You know, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I mean, game against Jacksonville is probably going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We'll um, see. Yeah. We'll see, dude. Have you guys yeah. seen? We'll speaking see. of, speaking we'll of Chiefs, all that trash. yeah, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Those guys are going at each other. Cornerback versus return specialist. He's not wrong. I don't think Tyreek Hill is that good. At, like, I mean, yeah, good. he's not an elite route runner. He's, he's not, just a guy that burns you. He's very fast. He's just a guy that burns you. Do not underestimate his ability to burn you. Oh, burn you, everyone. Yeah. Oh, great. Not only burn you. Trust me, the Chargers know that. Yeah. Not only burn you on a straightaway sprint. But after the catch, yeah, he can move, dude. He turned that that His dude has that good. dude has straight jets. Right. That dude is like one of the fastest guys I think I've ever seen. Yeah. And also comparable dude, to Deion Sanders. Yeah, we'll see. Like, like of course Jalen's talking all this like trash. this trash to 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 Tyreek, but you can't talk trash on that on that offense, dude. Yeah, that t- seriously. His entirety, like who we now? What weapon? What 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 weapon is Patrick Mahomes about to use this week? Let's go, yeah. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, let's, let's go, go. Kareem Hunt. So, yeah. Let's, let's go, go. Tyreek Hill. Let's, let's go, go. Sammy Watkins, dude. Oh, that's a bad one. So you have Conley now at the number two. Chris so you have Conley. You have Hill like at number one. You have you still have Kelsey. But you still have But if you're the Jags, are you doing your Patriots treatment and putting Jalen Ramsey on Kelsey? No. Why not? No. no, Kelsey Dude. does not garner that enough respect no. for me. He's the second best tight end in the league. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I'm still say Gronk. Kelsey. Uh, well, if Gronk can Kelsey's, stay healthy, well, this he'd season be the best, Kelsey right? is like, playing better than Gronk. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The offense has well, just been well, better. Obviously, Gronk is yeah. Obviously, Gronk is the better tight end, but the offense has been slinging through Kelsey. That's yeah, that's been Mahomes slinging it to Kelsey. Yeah. Screens up the seam, little yeah. like table routes. They're giving everything to Kelsey. Stats wise, Kelsey has been much better than Gronk this year. I just think that this game is going to be very telling because this is the be- this is this, this is, is the, the matchup match- of the week. This is the, this is the matchup of the week, and like I, this is like yeah. the shortest NFL segment. That's perfectly fine, but um, this is the hundred percent. If you have time, was it ten a.m.? I think it's it's, it's a 10 a.m. game. Start, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please wake up early because this is going to be like one of the most early. fun games to watch. Fun games to watch because it'll be yeah. the best defense versus the best offense. And I, I'm actually riding on Blake Bortles this week for my fantasy team. Though. <laughs> uh, no, see, the the Kansas City Chiefs defense is not it's not that good. It's not good at all. It's still vulnerable. I mean, Blake Bortles. I mean, he's fine. He's fine, but. He doesn't put up big numbers. See, uh, check the stat line against the Patriots. The okay, that, okay. Wait, before we before we talk about before we, before we talk about the Patriots, because yes, Blake Bortles did do numbers against the Patriots. He also like pooped the bed against the Titans. The Titans. Okay, keep in mind the Titans that also the locked up one Titans. The, yeah, I don't know how. Many <laughs> I don't know how they're three and one, but 
I like Blake Bortles as long as he can play in a decent offensive system. I know Leonard Fournette's out, mm-hmm. but they've actually been playing better with him out. That's true. Because it's allowing TJ Yeldon and I think it's is it Jakeem Grant? No, it's not Jakeem Grant. It's someone else. Their third back to be a pass back. Um, are you have what team? The Jacks. Uh, Corey Grant. Corey Grant. Corey Grant to be a pass back and like infiltrate the middle of the field where um, he's got Keelan Cole and D.D. Westbrook on the sidelines. I, I, it's not good. It's not a good offense in any stretch of the imagination, but it's a decent offense that can do yep. work against that's a fair. terrible Chiefs defense. That's fair. And I think with that, I think it's gonna we're gonna come to a close in the yes. Sports Podcast. Where um, thank you for sticking with us. Um, Wait, all, one more thing. One more thing. Raiders got their first win. Just wanted to say that. Right. <laughs> of the Rudin era. Anyway, that's okay. That's that's. Thank you, Peyton, for that last little comment. Um, be on the lookout. Um, I'm gonna be working on a little side thing in 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 a still addition to posting with the State of Sports podcast. It'll be Toasty Takes with Matt. And basically, what's gonna happen is I'm gonna take um, basically go one one on one in terms of like talking with one of these. Guys, here or any other guests, and we'll talk about like one issue for 30 minutes. So it'll be shorter, it'll be half the length of a, the normal podcast, but it'll only be one topic that we talk about. So be on the lookout for that, um, and this that should be coming soon. But other than that, um, I'm Matt. I'm Peyton. I'm Vitor. I'm Chris. I'm Nick. And I'm Mac. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next time.